0: What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked On Dolphins, continuing our reaction to some of the heavy-hitting news that came this weekend between the Xavier Howard contract extension and the Devontae Parker trade. We're getting after it here on Locked On Dolphins, Tuesday, April 5th. Let's get after it. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team... Every day. What's going on Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked on Dolphins. Today is Tuesday, April 5th, 2022. We are approximately three weeks away from perhaps the least eventful NFL draft in the history of the Miami Dolphins, but that's okay. Uh, we've got plenty of good news to get into today. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. We have uh, some Xavier Howard discussion points. We have some Devonte Parker discussion points. And uh, we got some other stuff. We'll go from there. But... Uh, the first thing that I wanted to tackle today was the comments made by Cam Wolf on NFL network. Uh, of course, and Cam is the cream of the crop. He's the best, the best as far as I'm concerned. Um, and his coverage of the Xavier Howard contract extension, and he was on NFL network. And one of the things that he said was shared to him by Xavier Howard was Xavier communicating his desire to go down as the best cornerback in Miami Dolphins history. And this contract extension giving him the opportunity to try to see that through here in South Florida. Which piqued my interest a little bit. Um, So what I did was I decided... Now is an appropriate time through six seasons of Zavian Howard's career as a member of the Miami Dolphins uh, to take a little walk through uh, the interception leaders in the history of the franchise, where Zavian Howard currently stands, and what pace he would have to be on to ultimately claim that title as the most interceptions logged in the history of the Miami Dolphins. And of course, interceptions is not the be-all, end-all as it pertains to a player's success. But that is the hallmark trait of Zavian Howard as a player. So let's explore it. Xavier Howard, as things currently stand, drafted second round of the 2016 NFL draft. Uh, he's missed some significant time, but he's played in each of the last two seasons, showcased an ability to stay healthy. That was a concern for him earlier in his career. Xavier uh, Howard, through 72 games, has 27 career interceptions. That is sixth all-time on the Dolphins list, a comfortable three ahead of Terrell Buckley, William Judson, and Lewis Oliver, uh, who are all tied with 24 as the back half of the top 10. The names that are sitting in front of Xavier Howard, some good ones. You'll probably recognize all of them. Jake Scott who played in 84 games from 1970 to 1975. He is first place on the list. Dick Anderson, 121 games played as a member of the Miami Dolphins. He is second place on the list. Sam Madison, 138 games played. Third place. And tied for fourth is Glenn Blackwood and Pat Sertain. Uh, Blackwood played 118 games. Patrick Sertain played 108 So the only player on this list that is reasonably close uh, as far as the games played versus the ball production is Jake Scott. and Of course, Jake Scott was a safety, so uh, he won't stand in the way of, of Xavier Howard's quest to be the most productive and greatest cornerback in the history of the franchise. But here's how these guys stack up. Xavier Howard needs three interceptions to pass both Blackwood and Sertain and move into third place all-time. 30 interceptions would put him third place all-time by himself, fourth place all-time by himself, behind only Scott Anderson and Sam Mattis. Jake Scott played twelve, has played 12 games more as a member of the Miami Dolphins than what Howard has at this point. That's the interesting dynamic because I don't think in 12 games Howard is going to get the interceptions needed, to match the pace that Jake Scott reached his franchise record 35 interceptions in. Xavier's eight behind that at this point in time. But, hey, he did it in 2020, so, like, never say never. Maybe it's week 13, and he's tied with Jake Scott. Wouldn't necessarily put it past him based on his ball production in the last two years. But let's be a little bit more modest Xavier Howard gets five interceptions next year. He is third place all-time. 32 would also push him past Sam Madison's 31. Zavian Howard, despite the injury issues that he has had, averages four and a half interceptions per season across the entirety of his career in six seasons. At that same pace, by the end of 2023, not this year but next year, Xavier Howard will hold that record for the most interceptions in the history of the Miami Dolphins. Pretty doable pace, and those are the two fully guaranteed years. So if Xavier Howard stays healthy based on prior performances, uh, we should be expecting a new name atop this list by the end of 2023. There's another interesting subplot that I'm, I'm interested in, in keeping my eyes on. And it is pertained to uh, two players in the history of this franchise who are tied atop the list for the most career interceptions returned for touchdowns. Ironically enough, neither of them is a cornerback. But as we're just looking at turnovers and defensive production and explosive plays on the defensive side of the ball, which is what X is known for, uh, and this does not include like Xavier's. Um, fumble recovery return for a touchdown against the Baltimore Ravens. This is interceptions return for touchdowns. There are two players in the history of the franchise with four interceptions ran back for touchdowns. They are Zach Thomas and Rashad Jones. X currently has two. Dick Anderson, three. Terrell Buckley, three. Uh, There was one more outlier. Oh, not an outlier, just happened to be a defensive lineman jason taylor with three so Xavier howard as things currently stand is already in very good company on this regard Not a slew of guys like troy vincent and uh lloyd mumford and dick westmoreland and brock marion and domin like there's a ton of guys with two can he get four can can X get two more the good news is this five-year contract, we're expecting probably three additional seasons of Zavian Howard, two at a minimum. And as we kind of sit back and enjoy the prime of Xavier Howard as a player, knowing that he's going to be a member of the Miami Dolphins, uh, his aspirations are all out right in front of him, and I thought this was a good opportunity based on the contract extension and kind of the will they, won't they, and they finally put it behind him and how we're communicating through Cam uh, Cam Wolf, how excited he is and the the kind of impact he wants to make for the Dolphins uh, moving forward and to have a legacy here in South Florida. Go get it. I know we're all rooting for him. I could say that with a good amount of confidence. Um, Hopefully, whatever you were rooting for in the college basketball national championship, Last night paid dividends for you. Perhaps you had a little skin in the game courtesy of our friends over at Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info, all of the latest sports development, including this weekend's Masters, odds, podcasts, reviews for different leagues this season. Betonline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action Bet online, where the game starts. But we are not just reacting to Xavier Howard's extension with the team. We also have more information about Devontae Parker's departure from the team, including some interesting nuggets and tidbits. But in the spirit of what we just did, Devontae Parker, once upon a time, was the team's most long-tenured player, was drafted in the first round of the 2015 NFL Draft. Uh, He was the last remaining uh, fixture and piece of the Miami Miracle as far as guys who touched the football. And he leaves the Dolphins with 4,727 receiving yards and 24 receiving touchdowns. He played in 93 games as a member of the Miami Dolphins. And he's sixth on the all-time list of receiving yardage leaders in the history of the team. And while Parker didn't crack what I think we would all generally agree to be the top five, Uh, You could put this group in any specific order, and and probably not any specific order, but you could put them in in any different combinations of orders, and and it would be a good debate. Uh, Mark Duper and Mark Clayton obviously are in a stratosphere of their own, uh, both with over 8,500 receiving yards as members of the Miami Dolphins. Nat Moore with over 7,500 receiving yards. Uh, And then two guys who managed to get over 5,000 in Chris Chambers and OJ McDuffie. That's it. So for all of the uh, frustration and all of the uh, hardship that we've experienced as far as Devontae Parker and his availability and whether or not he fully lived up to his potential or not, and I would make an argument that while he was a very productive player, and anytime you get two years or two contracts out of a first round pick, you did something right. Um, I don't think anybody spends a top 15 selection on a wide receiver and envisions uh, less than 5,000 receiving yards in, in seven seasons. So, bittersweet tenure for Devontae Parker, but in the history of Uh, on a Dolphins organization that was dominant in the 1980s as far as the passing offense that they had in the early 1990s, uh, but was more of a running team back in the 1970s and has not had a whole lot of top 15 offenses for the last 15 years or so in the NFL, if any, if we're being honest. Uh, Devontae Parker will go down as a top 10 target from a pass-catching perspective. In in franchise history. Now we'll see how and where the likes of Mike Giseki have something to say about this. And we obviously have very high expectations for Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. Like, but that I mean, that's a probably a five year sample size of high level production for Tyreek Hill, who's starting from scratch, to break past where Devontae Parker's at with forty seven hundred receiving yards. Some of the names directly in front of Devontae Parker you'll recognize, like Dariel Harris, Brian Hartline, Jarvis Landry, Tony Nathan, Devon Best, Paul Warfield, Rondé Gassin, Irving Fryer, Tony Martin, Randy McMichael. Mike Isecki is the next highest active member of the Dolphins in this uh, historical production. With 2,255 receiving yards. Let's say Mike goes out and puts up 800 yards this year, and that puts him over 3,000. He would only get up to 18th from 21st with another 800-yard season. It's once you start getting past 3,200 is when you can really start making a dent. 17th place, Howard Twilly. 3664 or 30 64. Randy McMichael 3096. Tony Martin 3152. Irving Fryer, 3190. Ronde Gasson 3252. Paul Warfield 3355. So like you're in a 300 yard stretch here and you, you could pass five or six names on this list from Mike Kisecki's standpoint. But that is if you're over a thousand yards this season from Mike, which I don't think we should have the expectation that we're gonna see. Shout-out to my guy Joe Rose, 37th on this list. Uh, But Devontae Parker, I mean, and his 24 receiving touchdowns is tied for eighth in the history of the franchise. Longevity pays dividends even if you only have one level or one season of of high-level production. But our focus on Devontae Parker is not just rooted in where he's left his mark across his seven seasons as being a member of the team. 14th overall pick in 2015, 94 games played. Uh, But the book is on Devontae Parker what the book is, and we talked about that yesterday. Uh, But the news that came out, uh, courtesy of some folks over at ESPN between Jeremy Fowler and Adam Schefter, is that teams that were kicking the tires on Devontae Parker included the Dallas Cowboys, the Green Bay Packers, the Houston Texans, and the Atlanta Falcons, plus the New England Patriots. feels good to be wanted doesn't Uh, but that level of uh, a market likely facilitated Miami getting the return that they did of a third round pick which is higher than I ever would have dreamed I would have been my expectations if you were going to pull a 2022 draft selection just a 2022 draft selection I probably would have had the expectation that you would have got a five and you were hoping you could angle and press and leverage it to get a four. Now, all of those teams had, quote, some level of talks with the Dolphins or Parker's agent, but nothing manifested until New England stepped up to the plate and, in my opinion, paid a hefty price. If you would you I guess let me ask you this question. Would you rather have had a 5 from Green Bay or would you rather have had a third in 2023 from a New England Patriots team who I'm sorry should not be considered Super Bowl contenders in the same way that the Green Bay Packers or the Dallas Cowboys are. And I guarantee you Houston or Atlanta is not knocking on the door offering a fourth because they're earlier in the draft rounds because they were not good, no bueno this season. So you could get maybe a late four from Green Bay, but you're probably looking at fifth-round picks this year for offers because that was the market and the expectation that was set Courtesy of the Amari Cooper deal. Now, Devonte Parker is cheaper, but he's not as good. So there's give and take there. RockAuto.com is a family business who provides high-quality auto parts service to you no matter what you're shopping for. Whether you're shopping for engine control modules, brake parts, taillights, motor oil, or even new carpet for your classic or daily driver, RockAuto.com has everything you need in one easy-to-navigate catalog. And in just a few clicks, you can get everything delivered directly to your front door. Best of all, price are the same at rockauto.com for both professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why would you shop anywhere else and spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So visit rockauto.com for all your auto parts needs and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. I'll tell you what, there's some folks out there telling on themselves a little bit, I uh, saw one take on television that Devontae Parker, a uh, vertical threat who gets separation, and can be a reliable target for Mac Jones. You want to tell him or should I? <laughs> but, um, no, the the narrative around Devontae Parker and his acquisition for the New England Patriots is always going to be, rosy because that's the 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 Patriots uh thanks to two decades of high level performance have earned the benefit of the benefit of the doubt as it pertains to a lot of these moves but uh, I did want to revisit and just try to drive this point home in 2021 there was no receiver in the NFL According to next gen stats, who had less separation per target than Devontae Parker's 1.7 yards per target. Rewind to 2020. There was no receiver in the NFL who had less separation per target than Devontae Parker's 1.7 yards per target. If you rewind to 2019. Devante Parker's breakout season. There were only two receivers in the NFL, Kenny Galladay and Mike Williams, who logged fewer yards per reception or fewer yards of separation, 2.1, than Devontae Parker. If you go back to 2018, again, this is all courtesy of next gen stats. Devontae Parker had a high watermark of 2.5 yards of separation. As a point of reference, there were 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24 receivers in the NFL who logged less, but only 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 8 receivers uh, who had fewer separation than 2.2 and Devontae Parker, 2.5. So very closely bunched. Who knew 2018 was going to be the high watermark uh, for yards of separation per target for wide receiver Devontae Parker? So that's kind of what the ultimate root of this departure is all about. Is the San Francisco 49ers offense with Mike McDaniel in tow they have led uh, led the NFL in yards after catch for each of the last five seasons, according to Coach McDaniel. And how do you get yards after catch? It's not just schemed throws. I mean you have to have a certain baseline level of athleticism. But that only comes courtesy of, of creating space. Yes. Debo Samuel, who had 10.4 yards after catch per reception last year, uh, which was double what the expected yards after catch per reception was for his individual um, menu of plays and opportunities that he was provided, um, That's an eye-popping number, right? Brandon Ayuk also in the top 12 in the NFL last season. George Kittle, also in the top 15. San Francisco had three guys in the top 15 uh, for yards after catch for reception. You don't get there by not having space. Debo Samuel's 3.3 yards of separation per target was double what Devontae Parker provided for the Dolphins. Brandon Ayuk, nearly double, 2.9. George Kittle, 3.1. Devontae Parker, dead last in the league with 1.7 yards, Uh, As a guy who's getting close to 30 and is a big-bodied receiver and has had a slew of injuries that have taken their toll on his bodies, part of this for Miami is not coveting what he's done but more so understanding where he's going and where this offense is going. And I don't think there's anything we should be clutching to from what this offense has been the the past few seasons that we feel like we're going to miss out on. So... I appreciate the move from Miami's perspective. I think they did a very nice job of of maximizing a return. Uh, I understand the apprehension from some Dolphins fans of, hey, did he have to go to New England? And the answer is no, he didn't. But if you were going to maximize your return, if Miami was comfortable with what his trajectory looks like and not being threatened by that, go ahead and send him. And that's exactly what they did. And I'm going to go ahead and send a couple more podcasts this week, so I want you to make sure you plan accordingly. Kyle Krabs... Locked on Dolphins, fins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Make it a good one. I'll talk with you guys again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.